We are going on a very quick and gibberistic journey through <laughs> the film and commercial career of Charlize Theron. Uh, with me, as always, are Robin. Hi. And Regina. Hello. My name is Bob Shields. And this week we're doing the Dior commercials. All four of them. There are four of them. Short film-like. Oh, they're short films. They call themselves films. They have IMDb pages. And they are very short. (laughs) And they're very high production value. Yeah, I'm sure that those, like, 50-second ads cost, like, you know, $10 million or something. I assume that one of those commercials cost more to make than Children of the Corn 3 movie (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. think about that. Probably one of the cameras on those commercials cost more than (laughs) Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. (laughs) More than she got paid on that <laughs> <laughs> oh definitely so one star in reviews for the whole four yes i think we should do all four okay Ooh. Uh, uh? <gasps> so charlie's there and sure is beautiful sure is oh, yeah. <laughs> so are gold shiny things uh, okay i want to talk about the the evolution of this episode so when we first started the podcast i went to her imdb page and like i said these have imdb pages so we thought we were <laughs> gonna do less than a minute each yeah i thought it was gonna be like like the way that some perfume ads are basically like a music video i thought that they were gonna be more solid pieces right. of film Yep. Than they actually are. So we were going to do this episode. And then when we realized how short we were, we talked about the hilarious idea of doing an April Fool's Day episode. We are recording this on April Fool's Day. Right. So we were going to prep everything like it was a real episode and then do our one sound reviews and then just cut to the outro. (laughs) And we were like, we're so funny. And then the last time we were recording, we were like, let's just watch them. We might as well record this like funny little thing now. And we were all like, we have things to say about these 45 second works <laughs> right. of art. I was like, I'm sorry, we have to do a real episode. So like, this is obviously going to be a shorter episode because we're talking about a total four minutes of content, <laughs> but I have things to say. And I think we've already passed the four minute mark. So we've already <laughs> talked longer than these films actually are. All right. So oh, how do we want to do this? Backwards? Bob, I think Bob should summarize all four of them. Okay. Uh, I mean, plot wise... <laughs> Yeah, this is why they're, I want you to do it. They're deep. Uh, so, yeah, strap in. Uh, so we, do we even know which order they were aired in? Did we watch them in order? I think we watched them in reverse order. Okay, so the first one is Charlize Theron walking down a corridor. It's a very fancy corridor. And she is removing uh, accessories and clothing from herself while saying things like, a limousine is a car feel for real or whatever and she's like, i mean i've listened to i will just recite it okay for you. okay go let's, please let's do please. it gold is cold diamonds are dead 
A limousine's a car. Don't pretend. Don't pretend. For those of you who don't know me in real life, my husband and I have like a catchphrase for each other, which is don't pretend. So my heart leapt through my skull (laughs) and splattered on the ceiling when I heard Charlize Theron say don't pretend in sexy voice. What I would love to give you guys if I were good with robots is a little button that you could press so that her voice would just echo throughout your house saying don't pretend whenever you guys needed that to happen there's an app for that for sure i can make this happen and i will don't pretend uh so then she says something in french and uh is completely nude and i think the crux of it is you don't need anything just this scent Feel the real, which is her naked body. Right. right. With this fake smell that we spray on ourselves. As opposed to a real smell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real smell. Bacon's a real smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is perfume. It's real things. It's not. Anyway, all perfume smells alike. And that's the end of the. the... <laughs> you can see Regina's face right now. She's very insulted. Let's continue. I actually, what? Have you smelled J'adore perfume? Yes, my mom used to wear it. Wait, what does it smell like? Oh, I do not remember. Oh, okay. It smells like all other perfumes. So this is not true. <laughs> this is a perfume that's existed for many years. Yes, it's okay. a classic scent. This okay. is like Chanel number five. Got it. Uh, and it has an iconic bottle. Yes, I am familiar with the bottle, but I didn't know if it existed forever. And they dress Charlize to look like the bottle. Yeah, gold. Yeah. And also with the elongated neck and the, oh. the rings around it. Oh. Which that's what shares. that necklace is. Oh. Later. Okay, <laughs> great. So that one was my favorite. Because of the, the don't pretend yeah. feature to it. It's also the simplest. It's the most like a normal perfume ad, which sounds like not in favor of it. But really, I just, Charlize Theron said, don't pretend. And a limousine's a car. How could I? <laughs> so meaningful. It also is the only one that is alluding to perfume in any way. It's like, this is what, this is all you need. Like, yeah, that's this true. Is a pure experience, whatever. The other ones are nothing to do with... Uh, They're about glamour. Something like that. What is what is the second one? Is the second one the first one that we watched? I believe the second one is the one with the creepy CGI Grace Kelly. Oh, yeah. So, there, so the, the first one is Don't Pretend, and this one is CGI. Uncanny Valley. Uncanny Valley. <laughs> Uncanny Valley, yes. I believe this one is actually called Divas. Okay. And so we'll stick with ours. Yeah. It's, it's her arriving hurriedly at an event, uh, handing her bag off to a uh, Uh, assistant of some kind. She does the kiss kiss cheek with another blonde glamorous woman who is revealed to be in a second shot turns around and it's Grace Kelly and then she uh, rushes past someone who is the Marlena Dietrich. Marlena Dietrich? I didn't recognize her. I only because it's not her it's CGI her and it's very hurried but that's just what it said on the internet when I googled this ad. I don't even recognize the name. She was an actress. She's a famous classic actress. Uh, And then of course you then see Marilyn Monroe who doesn't interact with Charlize, she's just there with a bottle of Dior J'adore. And then Charlize Theron, in very quick succession, gets out onto stage, onto the catwalk, and walks in front of everyone, applauding. And she's saying something, who knows what. She's saying J'adore. She's saying the the, the name of the perfume and, and Dior. Yeah. Dior. J'adore. Dior. <laughs> J'adore. Uh, she's also, again, dressed to mimic the bottle. And I will say, when I watched it, I did not think that she was interacting with those people. I thought it was intercutting 
those things in the past with the present and being like, look at this long classic tradition of this scent and these people who interacted with it. And I thought, and I don't know, and I do not want to research it, that there was uh, like past faces of the campaign. Like Charlize Theron has been the face of this campaign for 12 12 years. So I thought maybe I was like, oh, I don't know, was Redora around when... Marilyn Monroe was there, they've certainly led me to believe that that's the case. But I didn't think that she was actually interacting with those people. Because the kissy face thing, like, it could be any blonde lady. Mm. And I don't, that was, that was... I really think that they meant to be like, all of these classic actresses are all together in one backstage room. That's what I thought. I thought it was like... I feel that. I thought they were putting them all together on like an even... Yeah. And guys, that's why I think it's comfortable that they call them films, because there's room for interpretation. There you go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's Uncanny Valley. Anyway, to me, I gotta say, this is no uh, Fred Astaire dancing with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Don't know what that means. <laughs> that's the... That was like the first like digital recreation of a dead celebrity in an advertisement. So then there's a third one, where she is again walking down a very fancy corridor. We think in France somewhere. We're very curious. If anybody watches, this one is called The Future is Gold. This one was where she is walking in a very fancy corridor with painted walls. If you want to go on watch this on YouTube and tell us what that location is, please do. Yeah, like it looks like it could be Versailles or it could be Roman. Like it looks very like classical, you know, uh, aristocracy. Yeah. Uh, a giant silk ribbon falls from the ceiling and she wraps her leg around it and climbs up very effortlessly uh, like a spider monkey uh, <laughs> rips off her again uh, pearl necklace Charlie Zenith very in like mid climb just and it don't need this explodes. anymore uh, and she Batman's climbs. mom gets killed <laughs> uh, and then she goes all the way to the top and then she climbs out of the ceiling there's a circular hole in the ceiling and views a futuristic CGI cityscape the likes of which Astro Boy has never seen and says something about the, this is the future blah, this blah, is blah. not heaven it's the future the future is gold yeah, she's, she's, monolog- she's monologuing while she's climbing as well talking about how the past is a dream but it's no place to live or something like that oh I don't know out is up I don't know I'm mostly just staring at her hot bod and her <laughs> ripping her pearls off <laughs> also if you guys are looking for gifts of Charlize Theron a lot of them come from this and yeah. there's one where it's a close up of her face and she's like cracking her knuckles as she's about to take her shoes off and climb the, the silk you know do some the aerial yoga thing. but Basically, like, if you ever feel like, I need to prepare for something and I look awesome, just look at that gift. You'll yeah. feel great. True. Yep. It's a, it's, she's thinking of murder. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's the fourth one, which is set in what seems to be a desolate wasteland. Yeah, she's filmed it on a break on Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. It starts, <laughs> it's, her, it's her dreaming of the green place. <laughs> yeah. It starts off in sort of twilight uh, in a desert, and then the desert is flooded uh, and she's overjoyed. She feels Fantastic the rain. Fantastic representation of her villain whisper. Yes. So the monologue in this one is something to do with, yeah, blessing the rain or whatever. She, she feels the rain. She sees the sun. The sun tells me, run. And then she runs, she runs on, on top water. of the water. Because she's Jesus. It's Easter. She's Jesus. And then she kneels in the water <laughs> and she's like, I see the earth spin. I see myself. So she's, I'll give you guys a clip of it. I watch it all turn. The water, the earth, the sun and me. Yeah, she's saying bless the rain, uh, but the song is not Africa by Toto that it's playing. It is in fact... Woodkid. Woodkid, Run Boy Run, 
which is a, which is a very popular song. It's a good song. I mean, Uncanny Valley one. It's Heavy Cross by Gossip, which as a song that I love because it's also a really great level or whatever on Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this happens. She the desert floods, and then she stands up and sort of present like arms outstretched and she does some like writhing around on the water the camera pans around her and she's underneath a cgi steam wisp (laughs) Uh, (laughs) cgi cop bob and and then it ends it reminded me a little bit of like like a 90s music video this one felt very like she could start singing a pop song and could have been mariah carey or something Mm. right yeah it, yeah, it, it was like it was about to break into the song part. Yeah. And then it ends. So instead of ranking this amongst <laughs> her films, let's rank the four videos. Okay. Okay, for me, Uncanny Valley is the bottom. Yep. Next is Don't Pretend. <gasps> and then it's The Rains Down in Africa. <laughs> and number one is The Only Way Out is Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do mine in uh, reverse order. So I I think my favorite one is the most recent one. The I CG- See the Sun. C- yeah, the Sun Says Run. CGI Wisp one. <laughs> the, cause, just because it's so weird. Uh, then I like Climbing Through the Ceiling. Uh, and then I like Don't Pretend. And then Uncanny Valley is bottom for me. So Don't Pretend is my favorite. Obviously, <laughs> you guys are all wrong. And I will remind you, Bob, that you said it's the only one that makes sense as a perfume ad. That doesn't make it the best. <laughs> she says don't pretend, and a limousine's a car. What more could you want? She's um, not wrong. Uh, then I find the new femininity and the future is gold very, like, neck and neck. Yeah. But the future yeah. is gold having the pearls moment yep. is going to just pip it, as Bob would say. Yep. So, And then it's going to be... CGI Wisp, and then Uncanny Valley, Rock Bottom, despite the intense efforts of Gossip to save it. Also, her outfit in Uncanny Valley might be the best outfit she's That's wearing. That's true. It's amazing. All of her outfits are pretty cool. They're, I like gold a lot, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm into gold dresses. But that that one is, I think, Exceptionally substantially pretty. better yes. than the other ones. Uh, it's also the only one where she doesn't rip something off for herself. I guess she doesn't in the... The water one, she just pours water all over herself. Right. I think her outfit in the water one is, I mean, she's wearing like a weird, like, torn up She's wearing what the brides are wearing from yeah. Mad Max. She just yeah. borrowed a costume from her co- her co-worker. Right. She was like, Zoe, give me that. She's like, right, I see you guys stuff. in two hours. <laughs> I'm going to go make so much money. <laughs> I assume she's making so much money for this. Yeah. Uh, So there are also a ton of interviews with her about these ads. Which, ho, what? (laughs) (laughs) Which we could not bring ourselves to watch. We tried to watch a three minute one and one minute in I was like, I'm done. It is word salad. I'm going to give you guys a clip of it so you can understand because I can't even imitate it. It's so nonsensical. Metaphorically, what it meant was that this is a brand that will always have this mindset. There will never be a moment that this house will just kind of sit complacently and say, well, that's what it is. There will always be a forward motion in understanding that women are conflicted and they're interesting and they're layered and they're complex. And so why not celebrate all of those things? And see, that's the thing. That's where she's earning all the money that she got. Yeah. Because the commercial, I'm sure, is just like any other day's work. But the pretending that, that this she has is to a do film and in interviews being like, ah, yes, 
yes, a limousine, is it not a car? (laughs) (laughs) Could it truly not be? Like, that is, or also, like, I mean, can you argue with the temperature of gold being not warm? I do not think you could. (laughs) She was talking about, like, the rebelliousness of it. And, like, look, here's the thing. I fundamentally understand why perfume commercials are the way they are. How do you advertise a smell? Like, it's very difficult to quantify a sense as a thing to sell. Although we've certainly moved on towards selling experiences. So maybe that'll change in our lifetime. So, like, I get it. And I'm fine with them being like, we're trying to capture a feeling for you. And the feeling will be synonymous with how you will feel when you wear this. That's fine. But having to do an interview where you pretend otherwise... I, would, I think there's something that she would say about that. Are, are there similar pretend- Don't pretend. <laughs> <laughs> are there similar pretentious interviews for Axe body spray commercials? <laughs> I, that sounds like a sketch. Yeah. All right. And like I like these better than the the Calvin Klein like black and white ones. Like yeah. at least like these mo- yeah. like these have movement and arc. Like it's it's a one it person is- going from the beginning of the hallway to the end of the hallway. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I like these for what they are. I, and also, I think that there's probably a huge amount of effort and artistry has gone into these. Like, right. the production values are really good. Yeah. Like, the set is amazing. Yeah. Uh, CGI is for a commercial, but, you know, for a CGI <laughs> cityscape, it looked pretty good. It looked better than Astro Boy. It looked better than a video game. Yeah. I'll give it that. Yes. But yeah, so, like, a huge amount of effort has gone into this uh, for a 50-second commercial so I, I, the fact that it has no script that makes any sense, I'm like, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I just have to remember the bottle when I'm in a store. That's what, what it's for. I, what I would love, what I would very much love to see, are the lines that were edited out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see the red line version of yeah. the script that they wrote. Like, was there a vomit draft for this? Like, uh, I want to know what it was. Silver makes you shiver? No, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, the bottle's Gold! Johnson! <laughs> I'm trying to say why silver's bad. Uh, 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 emeralds are full of dirt. I don't know, man. <laughs> also, Dior, if you're hiring scriptwriters, I am available. <laughs> emeralds welcome. are full of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Who should Keanu have played? Uh, oh, man. Uh, there are no other characters. Marilyn Monroe is my answer. <laughs> But well, he should have. There should be a future one where she's passing it off. The the ah. face of Dior is getting passed off to Keanu. I want him to be in the sun and him go run. <laughs> <laughs> I see the sun and it's just Keanu's face. And I ho- I assume she's running towards it because how could you not? Yeah. <laughs> or he should he should be the one who dangled the giant silk ribbon. <laughs> and he, he could maybe say the only way out is up. <laughs> <laughs> booster through. I also, uh, for a moment, I was like, maybe he should be the pearl necklace that she sheds. <laughs> no, such a great actually That's the Charlie Zenith. We can't change it at all. <laughs> it's, it's not pearls, it's little Keanu heads. That's really disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It'd be a very different commercial if she had a necklace of sunken, shrunken heads. <laughs> I thought you meant like figurine carvings, not actual heads. <laughs> I don't like it either way. So he's the son or Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Who's yours? Oh, he's, he's dropping the future the... face of Dior. Yes. <laughs> or another option, he could be the limo driver and he could take his hat off like, oh, shucks, she saw through me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a big one. Don't pretend. <laughs> or she could say that and he, he could be pretending to be a piece of furniture. When she says, don't pretend, he's like, you got me. And he gets up and walks away like the T-1000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
whip, her the necklace that she steps over after shedding it then pulls into yeah. one block. <laughs> and it's <laughs> <laughs> it will just lock it out. So again, Dior, we are available. <laughs> All right, so I don't want to buy J'adore perfume, although I am very curious what it smells like. <laughs> Wait. It's the one thing a commercial can't tell you. <laughs> I did, after I saw the Kenzo World ad starring Angie McDowell's daughter, directed by Spike Jones, I 100% was like, I'm just going to buy that fucking perfume. And then it was like, it's $125. And I was like, false. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to go into a store and smell that perfume. <laughs> I, I still haven't even done that. <laughs> It's five bucks a spritz. But that is what I want to smell like. I want to smell like Amy McDowell's daughter beating people up through dance. <laughs> Apparently perfume ads are a rich tapestry. <laughs> no kidding. Do we have anything else to say? I don't. We've already talked for five times longer than the running time of all four ads combined. <laughs> if only Ebert had been here for us for this. I know, right? I would love to see a 500-word essay. Oh, you know that some comparative film PhD student has written about perfume ads somewhere. Oh, somewhere, 100%. Somewhere at Princeton, there's a dissertation on a shelf about this. <laughs> the smell of cellulose. So, thanks for indulging us in this nonsense mini-episode. <laughs> hey, I would I would be embarrassed if we hadn't included them in some ways. Because I we know. are committed. We are completists. Yes, for sure. When we do Keanu Review, the umbrella corporation that we do both of these under should be the completists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although I will say this does not extend to interviews, obviously. Because no. Because nope. it's so minutes. awkward. Not doing it. Yikes. You only want to see her in character or playing herself. Wait, she's but not pitching her. But I don't know. Look. Yeah, okay. I mean, like when she's hosting SNL, I get that mean, stuff. I mean, we don't do the promotional interviews for all the movies. Right. Oh, right. my God. I oh. hate watching those. Yeah, we're done. Hard. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we'll be back with an actual movie next week or <laughs> next episode at least. So thanks for listening. Thank you, Alex Reed, for the amazing theme tune. And most importantly, Charlize Shadow. Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. All right, I know what our extra bit is. <laughs> <laughs>